let's call it 3427. Mm. Ooh. So Mikey's hammering the over. Yeah. 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 You got, I mean, listen, it's bowl prep. Like they, they've been going into it. It's going to be a trick play here. Like some, some tight ends are going to score on right. like some like yeah. double reverse pass. Like hundred yeah. percent. Is that your basement? This is my basement, but I got the lights out. It looks sick. It oh, looks it different sick, last man. time you I gotta, saw it. You got to pull up. Yeah, so, I do. I've been waiting for you to come here. So, yeah. Toby, he renovated it himself. Yeah, built the bar, bar top, finished it off myself. This thing was a raw slab of pine, sanded Sickles it down, stained it. No, just me. I couldn't freaking put together, like, anything. So, for you to be able to do that, nice. I know, for sure. <laughs> Stay faithful. We got the bowl game merch for you guys. Hoodies, tees, long sleeves, whatever you feel like wearing, we got it for the 2023 Peach Bowl. Check out the We Are Feeling Peachy gear in the link below. Have fun in Atlanta and looking forward to it. We are. Welcome back, folks. It's finally here. It's game week. Um, you're back in the pocket with myself and my guy, B-Bell. B-Bell, what's up, dude? Christmas, bowl week. Uh, game week. Sorry, not bowl week. Game week. Um <laughs> I mean, hell, man, there's a lot going on. What, what, how was, how was your holidays? What, give me, give me something here, dude. Yeah, man, it was good. It was good. Uh, you know, I'm not too big on the holidays per se myself, but you know, getting, getting together with the family is always good. You know that. Uh, you yeah. know, Christmas is more for the kids for me. So, you know, nephews and everything like that, you know, seeing their, their smiles is always good. Getting some good food, although I did have to work. On Christmas, NBA uh, basketball is always on Christmas, so mm-hmm. I was locked away. But Christmas Eve, I saw the fam and everything like that, and uh, shot back up north. You know, how about you? First Christmas with uh, Baby Hayes, huh? First Christmas with Baby Hayes, dude. Um, it was awesome. Yeah, you are a self-admitted Grinch, but um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's just good. You know, it gets to be the the hustle and bustle you're seeing everybody you're trying to do everything and then when it's over it's like holy hell that just happened but um my wife and i kind of kept christmas morning sacred this year with with just us and Hayes. so um he's at that point now where he can like rip stuff apart so you know we'll get a got a little got a little present started for him and he had more fun ripping up the uh wrapping paper than he did figuring out what was it what 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 he was getting out of it um that was cool for sure dude so Um, you know, it like was just that my, uh, and, a little, little happy birthday. Maybe wait till he's like three or four, you know, gets a little bigger, but little happy birthday, Penn State jersey, you know. I think that was, I think that was probably the most bought, uh, baby gift or whatever you know my wife puts all that stuff out there when people send stuff it was like i we i can't tell you how many like 14 onesies that he has that are newborn size that i think he didn't even wear but like maybe one of them um so maybe he'll just get old enough to put rip the one off the wall back here and put it on that'll be cool but yeah dude it, that was great and then you know we got some ball on and then like i said you know being able being able to actually feel like we've been talking about this old miss game for yeah, you know, a month because we have, it's but it's, it's like, yeah, it's finally here. So, and then Brenneman and the boys will be down. Unfortunately, um, you know, family, family for me, I couldn't, I couldn't sneak down to it. Um, but Brenneman and Maddie will be holding it down down there for us. So I, I know they're going to be pumping out a bunch of stuff. So people listening, make sure you're staying tuned in. Um, state media on on. X, formerly known as Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff, and they got—they actually got a couple really potentially really awesome uh, interviews lined up. Yeah. So um, I don't want to tease it too much, but um, that's going to be man. good. Forward so. to it. No, I'm not big on the noon kickoff. You know, it could have bumped us back, but I know there's some big games, or you know, for what they see are the bigger games uh, Saturday. So they've been giving us all noon kickoffs all year. Yeah. I mean, we had. We had we had the Ohio State noon. We had you know the Michigan game noon. Michigan. They're not going to give us any prime time for the big ones, dude. Yeah, yeah. Hey man, you know we we put some more fireworks up there. They'll come. They'll come. Yeah, I guess. Up. I guess. Looking forward to 
you know, like you said, unfortunately, I would not be down in Atlanta either. Um, looks like a beautiful site, though. Penn State posted a picture with the logo and the end zone, everything today, or uh, a couple of days ago, whenever this comes out. It looks beautiful. And I think, uh, and I also, I know I said it about Texas-Penn State matchup when that was still in the air. I hope we can get like a red versus blue jersey uniforms. I think that still would just look good. We'll see. I think we'd be away technically, right? Yeah, I think so. No, no, we might be home. We were, I, for, I forget who was ranked where. Uh, I think what? we were ranked ahead of them. Uh, I think we're ranked 10. Basic blues, can't yeah. go wrong with it. Can't go wrong with the basic blues. <laughs> yeah, I think Ole Miss will probably bust out the uh, the baby blue helmets. Uh, those things are sweet. Ooh, yeah. I'll give them credit Howdy for that. Howdy Toddy. Howdy you know, I think we, we might have touched on it earlier in the season of like some matchups or where we might have imagined playing and rivalry games and things of that nature. I think I might have said, or, or AB, I think Adam might have said the Iron Bowl. Uh, yeah. well, actually, that's not, that's wrong team. That's Auburn and Bama. But Ole Miss has good tradition as well, is my point. Got yeah. Hottie Toddy down there. I, I got to get to a game down there for sure. Let's just ball down south, man. That's, yeah. that's, that's what it is. They don't have as many NFL teams. Yeah, yeah. Pull, pull a nice polo, you know, button-up shirt. That always gets me. The attire for, like, the down south is so much different than something. Dude, dude, Virginia used to do that, too, because my dad played there, and then I grew up just outside of Charlottesville, so we had season tickets going the whole time, and, like, I'm, I'm wearing hoodies and jeans and, like, the whole student sections <laughs> and sundresses and bow ties. Right. Like, how are you guys – how are you guys functioning? Even during the early season when it's, like, 95 degrees outside. And damn bow ties and sundresses. Unbelievable. Sweat pits. Sweat pits. The, uh, the polos and the button ups. Not a good look. Yeah, man. Nah. <laughs> no, it never is. But, um, yeah, so like we said, we, you know, we've uh, talked about this matchup at nauseum. So we're going to, I think we're going to give you guys some predictions here at the end of this. But before, before all that, um, we're going to bring on the star of the show here. We've got a guy we both played with. Um, still playing in the NFL right now, finishing up, finishing up a hell of a season in New England. Uh, Mike Gesicki. Um, So we're going to grab Mike here, uh, get him in, chop it up for a little bit, reminisce, get his thoughts. As we've always said here at the pocket, we want to be a platform for former players to talk about their experiences, their views of the program, and uh, really give us a voice. So, Mike, like I said, dude, we're chopping it up here in the pocket tonight. We appreciate you taking some time. Um, how you been, bud? Listen, man, all I got is time, all right? I'm happy to be here, you know? I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm living life, man. Living life, doing good. I know. What, what is it? What is it, year six now, seven? Year six, man. Year six, just trying to turn into year seven, you know? Right. Yeah, you know, you know those, yeah. things, those things will come. No doubt. Um, I love it. For a little, little background here. Uh, this big, dumb animal was one of my favorite roommates I've ever had. <laughs> One of the favorite recruits I've ever hosted. Um, although he does live 30 minutes from me and has had an open invite to come and drink with me in my basement and has yet to do it for three off seasons. I'm, I'm going to make sure, you know, make I understand. sure of it this off season. I'm going to make sure of it. Yeah, we, we, we understand these things and we'll forgive them. You still in Manahawk in the off season? Nah, so like my parents are there, my family's there. Uh, me and Hallie, we just built a house in uh, Maniswan. So it's like half Manaswan. hour north of there. So, but I mean, it's all, I would say I'm still an hour away from hack, you know? Yeah. I can dig it. Mm-hmm. You guys don't go too far, man. No, absolutely not. I, I mean, <laughs> I was in, I was in South Florida for five years and I was like, yeah, I'm going back to Jersey. Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good middle ground for you and Hallie, right? Yeah, no, it's perfect. I mean, it's like yeah. it's like literally right in between where both of us are from. It's like a half hour both ways. So how, how far from uh, was it, LBI? Yeah, so I mean, it's same thing. Like like maybe a little bit, ten minutes more, but it's like half hour, thirty five, forty minutes. Yeah, you gotta get over that bridge. That bridge is a bitch. Yes, sir. <laughs> um. All right, Mike. So, like I said, uh, one of my favorite guys. I'm I'm gonna put you on the spot here. You gotta give me, you gotta give me your favorite off the field Penn State story while Brandon and I were there with you. I mean, I'm going back in 
I'm going back in the Rolodex right now. I mean, okay. there's there's definitely there's definitely a lot of memories. Uh, so you're saying off the field? Yeah. yeah. All right. Now I'm. Then like, I'll give okay. you the easy one on the field. Well, I mean that that now erases like eight, like ninety percent of the stories because like they have to be relatively appropriate. Um, <laughs> so so that leaves me with ten percent of the stories, which now are definitely going to include Deshaun. Which honestly, um, now yeah. that now that also erases some of them. Um, Speaking of, we got to get like the Patreon version and like make people yeah. subscribe even more or whatever, and get the you know whatever get the yeah. you know. 18 and older version. 100. percent That's that's honestly that, that's a good idea, man. You're, that, that's that's the businessman thinking. Um, so I mean, you could literally just like pick any any Saturday night in 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 the war in, in our college experience when we were all there. Uh, I mean, whether it was at the retreat, you know, I know that you know you you moved to the retreat, you know, later after you know you were roommates with me. It was almost like you were sick of me and you wanted to get off campus and get away from me. So <laughs> to the retreat, um, you got to grow up sometimes, you know, man. Yeah, yeah, no, you absolutely do. You absolutely do. I probably overstayed my welcome <laughs> in the apartments by about a year. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, anytime that that, that the fellas got together, whether it was. Uh, whether it's a Friday or Saturday night, sometimes during the week too. Don't tell uh, you know Coach Franklin that when uh, when training was on. Um, but uh, <laughs> but yes, we all we all did we all did enjoy ourselves. Uh, and uh, I got I have too many memories to to pick one. I'll, I'll give you one. I don't know if you're well. I know you remember it, and I don't mean to bring up bad scars. And, and I'm not going to highlight this this part of the story. It's more of the second part of the story, but. As you said, we were living together for what was about a year and a half, and yep. uh, you, you were in a little bit of a slump. But I remember oh, yeah. I was teaching all spring ball. You could, you, I could, I could, uh, I could throw a pee to you at seventy-five yards, and you'd catch it with your pinky. <laughs> That's right. And, um, and then the lights came on. You're having some issues. Everyone gets yeah, a little yips. bit of the yips. Yeah. You know, yeah, it happens. It happens to the yeah. best of us. You overcame it, and you're better for it now. But I yeah, do honestly. vividly remember, and I don't know if you really remember this. Um, at any point in time, when I walked in the house, you'd be sitting on the couch, you'd be, you know, in your room, wherever I grab something and throw it at you. Just, just randomly. I'd throw fucking a cool whip can at you. I'd throw like a spatula at you or something and you'd catch it, dude. But it was me just like trying to, you know, help yeah, you out no, I, abs- I absolutely remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Some like, wings over wings. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever, whatever it was, you know, I, and, you know, honestly, unfortunately, I didn't always catch the spatula or the wings over wings. You know, it was just there was there was, a, there was a mental block. There was a mental block there for about like a like a three or four month period, which unfortunately happened to be this, the football season. What's up, everybody? If you are a college football fan like me, if you know a college football fan that's in your life, you need to go cop this shirt. New designs dropping all the time. It's the perfect gift with the holiday season coming around. If you don't have this thing, you're missing out. Great material, great fabric. I wear it all the time. Go get yours today. Nah, man. Yeah. In all seriousness, that's a, you know, a great testament to you. And I know you've spoken on it over the years, but... Yeah, yeah. A lot of players can uh, take heed in that from, you know, those words of really kind of putting your head down and relying on the work, which, you know, I've seen you put in. You know, you yeah. talk about Hammy and those receivers that we had. I've seen you guys after practice, before practice, jugs, tennis balls, everything you can to, like, get right. that focus. And I always appreciate that from afar. I don't know if I ever right. told you that, but. Yeah, no, you know. no, I, I appreciate it. The. Like me and me and Deshaun used to do like a ton of stuff, and like Chris Godwin would do some stuff and all that. And like we would a- after like do it, like we're catching like hundreds of tennis balls and like catching like you know lacrosse balls off the wall and like yeah. footballs and stuff. And like probably like halfway through like my junior year, we were like, "Do you think this is actually helping? Like, like do you think this is why? Or like, or like were we actually good at this the whole time? But like and now it's just like." You know, like it's just all confidence. Like that, that's really what it comes down to. And like during that like time, there was a time where like the ball was coming away, and like the only thing that went through my mind was don't drop it, don't drop it, don't drop right. it. Now like the ball comes my way, and I'm just like, all right, like am I getting like is this going to be six or is this going to be a first down? Like like it's like like it's not even it's not even a, like a thought. And like unfortunately, like sometimes you got to go through some shit, you know. And that's that's just the uh, that's that's just the name of the business. 
Yeah. That's how you come out of that shit, for sure. Yeah, no doubt. I got another. So, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, so let's 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 shift this over now. We talked a little bit about that. Give me some of your better on-the-field Penn State memories. Yeah. Uh, I would say one that really sticks out to me, uh, like one that probably isn't like as um, like noticeable to everybody else. Like one that really uh, resonates with me would be we played Michigan state at home my junior year. And that was like the game we had to win to get to the big 10 championship game. So like, like I feel like, you know, if a lot of people were talking about it, like their memories would be the big 10 championship game, you know, winning the Fiesta bowl senior year, like uh, beating Ohio state, like stuff like that. But for me, mine was when we beat Michigan state, uh, it was like a close game, the third quarter, yeah, third quarter. And uh, I caught like a 45-yard touchdown. And like I just remember like in that moment, like in my mind, it was like like that, like 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 we did it. Like we're going to the Big Ten Championship <laughs> game. Like like you felt the energy in the stadium. Like like that was like the moment where it was like, damn, like right. I came here, you know, I came to Penn State when it wasn't really that cool to go to Penn State, you know. Like I had, you know, guys like, like hack and, you know, UB bell and like, like talking to me, like, yeah, you know, I'm telling like, like, we're going to turn this thing around. Like, like we're going to get it going the way it's going. Like, and like when you're in high school and you know, you got college coaches telling you all the greatest things in the world and all that kind of stuff. I like, do I really want to go to a school that can't go to a bowl game, can't do all this. And like to see like that transformation three years later in your home stadium, that was, that was like a really cool one for me. That's one that I always like, uh, fall back on and think of just because I mean it was like at that moment it was like damn like this was this was really all worth it and obviously like the Big Ten Championship you know playing the Rose Bowl winning the Fiesta Bowl beating Ohio State like all those things are really cool but like that was like kind of like the little like sneaky one that that always sticks with me yeah yeah I agree 100% I've, I've been on record saying that as I was a senior to that junior year of yours yeah. that was a game we capped off you know undefeated at home which was big time and as you said, I think that play you're talking about, um, I think that kind of broke the spirit of Michigan State at that in that game. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was bombs away. I think God would have the use. I yeah. it was yeah. Um yeah, that was definitely a special, special feeling. And that uh and I hope the, the teams in the future can experience as well. You know, undefeated at home yeah. and uh just kind of going out on a bang, as you said. No doubt. As you said. No doubt. Got another question for you. Before we actually, this is kind of segue into kind of getting into the squad this year. Can you give us your top Penn State tight ends or your favorite? You don't have to rank them, but in history. Well, I think uh, you can't you include yourself. I can or I can't. Can't. Okay. Okay. Uh, it's Mike. Mike Mike's first. Uh, I think I think it would only be right to start with Kyle Brady. Uh, I think he's kind of, you know, the the history of the position at Penn State. I think he was drafted like top 10 overall or something like that. Had a, you know, a great career in the league. He was in Jacksonville for a while. Like had like had, had a ton of success um, in playing the position. And then moving forward, like a guy for, for me, like was – I remember I was a junior in high school, maybe sophomore in high school, and like Kyle Carter was like the next like thing with like hey, Coach O'Brien when you know he had like the offense rolling his first year, like that whole new you know two tight end set that he was you know bringing from New England, all that kind of stuff. Like I remember seeing Kyle Carter and me being like, "Damn, like well, I want to be like that guy." Like like he's he's going out there catching you know these passes, running these routes that receivers run, um, and then obviously you know Jesse. Jesse James had, you know, was just, I feel like always like super reliable, could do anything you asked him to do in terms of pass game, run game. Um, and then went on to, uh, you know, have a great career in Pittsburgh and Detroit. Um, and, you know, did a, you know, a lot of, a lot of really exciting things in the NFL. Um, I feel like, I, like Brenneman would like bitch at me if I didn't like throw his name in there. You know, like, <laughs> Like I know he 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 played like twelve games at Penn State and now like he just like you know just Mr. Penn State so yes Brenneman's gonna make the list yes of course AB I love you like you're part of the reason I went to Penn State so yes AB's on the list for sure 
he'll tell you he'll tell you that he was a freshman all American. You hear it on his videos, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then after my time there, I would say Pat Fryermuth came in and had a hell of a career at Penn State. Um, just, I mean, like from his first year, which to me is so impressive because like I played my freshman year at Penn State and I didn't belong on the field until my junior year. You know what I'm saying? Like I just like for, for, for a year, two years, like I was still figuring it out. And like, it was almost like, okay, like I see the route on the paper. Like I'm going to run over there, jump up, catch the ball. That's not how it works. And like, he came in just like, like super fluid, super physical, um, and really productive. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, you know, this, this past year with those, with those two tight ends, uh, with Theo and Tyler, they, they're super productive as well. And kind of like our, you know, counterparts, they, they feed off each other and, uh, they both do things really well. Well, you, you just ran all that off. Like when you think about it, it kind of started with Kyle and Jesse and them, but we've had a hell of a run of tight ends. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't even want to repeat it. Like those guys have all done great things. They were really good players. You all were different too. You guys had yeah. new things that you did really well. And I want, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about current, you know, Tyler Warren obviously announced he's coming back to break all of Mike Kosicki's records. I think that was in his thing <laughs> when he said he's coming back. Yeah. The, yeah but, I, um, I saw that. Yo, P.S. I'm coming for all Mike's records. I'm probably going to be yeah. in anyways. Yeah. P.S. It's okay, but records are meant to yeah. be broken. I, you know, right. I've been there and done that too. But it's um, it's it, let's talk a little bit about him because I, I really do think that when you watch his tape and specifically in the run game and stuff like that, like he he does everything really really well, and I think he's super physical, uh, not only in in you know run run game and all that stuff, but also when he's running routes, things like that. I think it's a big separator for him. He you know he's not as as maybe fast top end or quick short areas like you or or some of those other guys you mentioned but he's he's extremely physical and he knows what he does he does it really well especially in the red zone pays big dividends so let's Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about him first and then we had a mailbag question come in one of our lone mailbags because brandon and i were super late getting it in today um it's supposed to be mailbag monday and it's wednesday but we had our guy at gresha yeah, it's okay. But we yeah. have our guy Grant Gresha shoot you a uh, a note about Luke Reynolds, who's coming in, who's this you know five star whole world tight end. Okay, a lot of comparisons to you though in terms of how he plays the game, more of an athletic body that can really yeah, yeah. create some mismatches. So maybe give uh, maybe give him you know some words of advice as he comes in. So let's attack the Tyler Warren thing and then go yeah. to this Luke Reynolds cool. kid. Uh, yeah. So in terms of, in terms of Tyler, um, so I would be lying if I said like, I watch all the games and I keep up with all, but like, but like, I know, like I watch, you know, I watch the big ones, you know, like, and like, I'm sitting there at, you know, at, at, at dinner on Saturday night with, with all my teammates <laughs> and stuff. And I'm talking shit to everybody about Penn State's going to be, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, so like I, I watched, I've watched a couple games this year. I was at the Rutgers game this year. Um, ended up meeting, uh, Tyler, um, after the game, talked to him, whatever. But, uh, I would say for him, like, like you said, you know, like he, he knows what he's, what he's really good at and he does it really well. And it's a lot of things. It's not just, you know, like, oh, he's just good at blocking. He's just like, he's, he's good at a lot of things. I was honestly shocked that he came back because of, you know, the year that he had and honestly the career that he's had there and how, what he does translates to the NFL. Um, He's really good at just catching catching the football, and I know that like that sounds like so basic, but like like whether it's a contested catch, whether it's you know going through going over the middle of the field, and you know the ball sneaks through uh, the backers, and it's almost like a, like a distraction drill, like keeping your eyes on it, and making sure that you're making those tough catches, and then run after the catch. That's something that I'm honestly envious of. Like I, it's just like I like I wish I could like. Like I like I get the ball in my hands and I'm just like all right run as fast as you can that way like and rather than like try to like set up a defender or run somebody over or you know like make somebody miss like like I just grab it and go and or like jump like and get off yeah exactly. or or jump and make oh, an man. absolute clown out of myself yeah <laughs> um so like he's really good at that and then in terms of the run game like he's obviously I mean he's 
as much of like a mauler in the run game as as a tight end is going to be. Like he's he's physical, and whether it's a D end, whether it's a linebacker, and you know, unfortunately for a DB, like if it's a DB, you know, like yeah. like if he gets if he gets his hands on you, like like you're like you're gonna you're gonna feel it. Um, and <laughs> another thing I'm envious of. Um, so so like he's like honestly in both phases uh, of of being a tight end, like he he does both of them really well. And I honestly messed or missed one of them. Uh, I think he does a good job of just finding space. Like I've seen, uh, you know, some yeah. of the, the touchdowns that he's caught, you know, maybe on the, maybe on the piece of paper, you know, you drew it up like, Oh, I'm going to run this flag to the back pylon, but all right, well, somebody's sitting back there, like corner dropped, like I might stop right here and just catch the ball right. You know, just being friendly to the quarterback um, and having that um, those, those instincts. So like I said, I'm, I was honestly shocked that he came back. Um, and a little pissed about my records now. Um, I was I was shocked. I was shocked that he came back because I thought for sure like he was it was just going to translate to the NFL. But it was that was something that I thought about too when I was after my junior year. I was like, oh, like I could leave, and like you get like the grades back, and like who knows like what those actually mean. But like, oh, like, you could be a fourth round pick, and it's just like, damn, like I could go play in the NFL. And then it's like I remember thinking to myself like. Could I elevate my draft stock? Like, that's probably what he's thinking. Yes. Because, like, he already has great tape. But now, after, I think Theo said he's leaving, right? Like, yep. that's, yeah. Yeah. Theo's so, like, so now you, like, you share the room with Theo for your whole career. And now, not to say that, you know, there's not somebody younger that's going to step up and fill the shoes or something like that. But, like, he's going to be, like, the guy. Like, so probably get more targets. Definitely get more time more opportunity, go put more good stuff on tape and, you know, he's going to elevate his draft stock even more. So that probably played, you know, a huge role. I'm obviously speaking uh, for him, but that probably played a huge role in what he, uh, what he was thinking and why he came back. And if he was like me, he probably came back because he loves college and loves going out and partying and enjoying all the good stuff that has to do with college. <laughs> so like he's a Virginia boy. So I would expect yeah. he probably enjoy some of that stuff. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, so yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to watch him, uh, come back for Penn state. I think that's going to help out, uh, the quarterback situation a lot. I think it's going to help out the new coordinator situation a lot. Like, I think it's going to help out that whole entire offense and team. Like I'm from just talking to him, I'm sure he's a great leader and, you know, a good locker room guy to be around. Yeah. Ty mentioned that too. One of the bigger things is him, him coming back, you know, obviously great player, but in the locker room, it's going to pay dividends. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Now, now, well, before you go ahead, what do you say? Okay, yeah, yeah, the recruit. I was gonna get, I was gonna get to my guy Luke, dude. We gotta give, we gotta give the young kids some love here. Give me, what are you, what <laughs> well, are you wait, gonna? Wait, before, are, wait, before we get to Luke, I want to ask you. Okay. Before we get words of encouragement for Luke coming into Penn State, listen, we can't, we can't confuse Mike too much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, what? Out of his ears. Young kid, Luke. <laughs> before, uh, before we do that. Any words of encouragement for Theo coming in that's going into the NFL and Tyler next year just making that transition? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, to speak on both of those things, like I would say for Theo going in going into the NFL, like like he is he he's playing in the bowl game and all that kind of stuff? No. He's I'm not down. playing bowl. So he's he's, he's, already, he's already he's already training, he's doing his thing. Okay. So maybe that's also a little preview for, you know, the tight end room with, you know, like I said, with Tyler just like being the guy. Um, but, um, for Theo, like I would say like training for the combine, all that kind of stuff, like that goes without saying, like, there's not really a ton of advice outside of like, just listen to whatever everybody, you know, the coaching wise is telling you what to do and get better and faster and stronger and all that kind of stuff. Um, be you in the interviews because at the end of the day, like that's what they're going to get. Um, and then once you, once you get in, like that's, I know it sounds cliche, but like doesn't matter where you go when you go like like that's that's when you make your name and that's that's when you know you start to um you know let the organization you know know what kind of guy you are what kind of player you are um so that's it's it's uh, it's it's the nfl so i mean yes it's different than college football but at the same time man football is football like you just got to be yourself and go out there and trust yourself and you know believe in yourself and like it's not always going to be easy and like maybe you don't come in your rookie year and make plays right away and things like that. Like I didn't really make a ton of plays my rookie year. Um, and, but like, you just gotta, you know, just stay ready and stay focused and be ready because you don't know when your number gets called. Like I was watching the Jacksonville game a couple weeks ago 
and the receiver for Penn State, Parker Washington. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I don't I don't think he had a catch. Yeah, that was like, his first crazy catch. like all year, <laughs> and now it's Monday Night Football, and you know Christian Kirk goes down, and hey, Parker Washington, you're up. Like that's how that's how the league works, and you don't know when your time's going to come, but when it does, like make sure you're ready because you don't know how many opportunities you get in this league, but. Once you make a couple of plays, man, like yeah. the coaches and the players around you, like they rally behind you and all right, let's give that guy more opportunity and you keep make, making the most of it. That's how it happens. Um, and then in terms of uh, in terms of Tyler coming back, like now it's like now it, this is the, the biggest investment you made in yourself. Like like you're coming back to school to, you know, up your draft stock to help, you know, the university win, you know, big football games and to kind of, you know, um, you know, write your name in the history books at Penn State football, um, both individually and collectively as a team. So I would invest everything in anything. And I would also, you know, soak it all up. Like I would enjoy every second of, of college, every second of football, every second of shoot class, like, like anything, man. Like, like it's all like it's like it's all it's all so much that, you know, you just kind of like you don't take it for granted because like you do enjoy it and you do have so much fun and like you do know how lucky you are but like man like 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 you just look back and you're like damn it goes by quick and there's so much cool stuff and great things that that do go on in those in those years and he's getting uh not getting an extra one because i mean he had it to, to take but he has uh you know a little bit more time on his hands now so yeah. enjoy it yeah take my journalistic integrity okay yeah yeah. All right. All right. So, so yeah. So, uh, gosh, what are the, I, I forget now. I'm blanking, and this is this isn't going to be good for like Penn State recruiting. What what do the tight ends call themselves? Cut all this shit. The aces. Yeah. This, there you go. That, that's big. That, yeah. It's, I forgot what it was. The aces. The aces are uh, are back for for another game. So that's huge. Big time. Big yeah. time. And then I'll, yeah, go ahead. Eric. Yeah. All right. Now let's now let's get to now let's get to the young, the young kid. kid coming in. What what do you, words of advice? Just just something quick. Let's get some words of advice for him because obviously, you know, a lot of the things that you touched on about getting taking your opportunity, all that stuff, like that's that's let's just say that that was already said. Give him some words yeah. of advice outside of it, just coming into it at that position. Five star. Yeah, I would say the biggest thing is like, like when I got to Penn State, I'm like, oh man, like I'm gonna go into play right away. Like you don't have you don't gotta rush it. Like. And I know that everybody gets there and you want to play right away and you want to make an impact from day one. And like, like you want, like, I remember when I got there, I was like, damn, like I'm walking around campus with hack. Everybody's looking to hack. Nobody knows me. Like, <laughs> like that was like, as like stupid as that sounds like, like these are things going through my mind. It's just like, I want to like go out there and catch touchdowns. I want to be that. Like everybody's journey is so different. And like, you don't know, goes back to what I was just saying. Like, like you don't know when your opportunity is going to present itself, whether it's your freshman year, whether it's your sophomore year, junior year, like you have, four years of football at Penn state to, you know, make the most of your opportunities and whether it, whether it's all four, or whether it's it all comes your junior year, or whenever, like, I don't think you have to rush the process. So like if it works out year one and you're freaking freshman, all American and you're balling, like awesome. Like that's, that's great. But like, if that's not how it works out and for a lot of people, that's not how it works out unless you're Adam Brenneman, you know? And then in that case, you can talk <laughs> to him and he'll, he can give you some advice, but like, like then like you just gotta be able to you know learn from a guy like Tyler Warren like how cool is that like a guy that's coming back that could have went to the NFL that is coming back and you you can learn from him and you can learn from you know your position coach Ty Howe who's been around talented you know players and uh, guys that have had success in the league like so I would say number one is don't rush it because you get you got plenty of time to go out there and make plays and number two man just just have fun and like enjoy it. And I know that that sounds cliche, but like it's true because you're going to the best university in the world and you're going to be around, you know, guys that you're going to call best friends for the rest of your life. So enjoy every second of it, learn and be ready when your numbers fall. 100%. That's good stuff, man. Yeah. Um, all right, a couple more things here. B, do you get it? I don't want to jump on it. I don't want to jump on your toes. I got one to transition here. I think it's going to be good. So I know you said you haven't watched a lot of it, but one thing that Brandon and I have done with every single person that has come on the podcast who's been a former player is give them the floor, kind of give their state of the program. Um, obviously, again, you've been you've been busy and preoccupied, and I totally get yeah. that side of it. But you kind of touched on some cool things, talking about the Michigan State game and like where this program was really 10 years ago. 
um, and to where it is now um, in that short amount of time, it's, it's pretty, uh, you know, we, we've talked about it ad nauseum, but it's pretty spectacular and pretty unbelievable. So like state of the program, what you've seen this year, some things that you're looking forward to in the next, next evolutions. And then ultimately like, what, what do we need to get, what do we need to do to take that next step um, up the ring or up the rungs of that ladder for, yeah. for lack of a better term to, to, to being a national title contending program year in, year out. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, I, like, I, like, like you said, you know, I haven't like watched a ton, so I can't speak on all the X's and O's and all that kind of stuff, but I feel like definitely, you it's know, it's going to be a for, clean slate anyway. We got a new DC and a new OC. So. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, the thing that, that Penn state has done, you know, really well, I would say honestly, since when O'Brien was there getting, you know, guys like you and guys like UB bell and, you know, guys like, you know, the guys that I played with. And then when James got there and like, they, they recruit really well. And whether it's, you know, the coaches that, you know, put in all the time and effort to get the, the, the talent there, whether it's the university that speaks for itself and the history and all that kind of stuff, uh, to mixture the two for sure. Um, I really don't, I don't think it's a talent thing. And I think that the coaching staff is, uh, you know, second to none. Like I would go to bat for, you know, coach Franklin any day of the week. I think he does a good job of putting successful coaches around him. And I think he elevates them and they elevate him at the same time. Like, I think he does a really good job. Like when I was there, like, like when he hired Joe Moorhead and, you know, and had a, you know, really good defensive staff with, with, with Brent Pry, like, and now you look around and like those are head coaches in college football now. Like so he if you're if you're playing there under Coach Franklin, like you know that you're gonna have, you know, elite level coaching on both sides of the ball and both coordinators. And he does a great job, you know, setting up his staff for success. And then like it's like I said, like it's not a talent thing and it's not it's not really gonna be a coaching thing in terms of, you know, uh you know, their abilities or, you know, X's and O's and getting guys in a position to be successful. I think, I think Penn state's right there, you know, like obviously, you know, it's, it's only been one big 10 championship win and it's only, you know, been one win against Ohio state. And I don't know how many against Michigan, whatever. Like I know that the numbers there aren't what the fans want, but like you got to appreciate what Penn state's done for the last decade with the circumstances that Penn state was faced with, when you guys were, you know, committing there your senior years of high school to where it is right now, like it's, it's, it's honestly remarkable. And, but it's also super cool that like, that's, that's the the standard that Penn state holds itself to that. Hey man, yeah. we're 10 and two, we're playing a new year six bowl and our fans are you know mad about it. Like, so it, it's crazy. Cause like, like a lot of schools would take that in a heartbeat, but like, but like to Penn state, it's not good enough. Um, so and like, like I said, like the couple of the games that I do watch, it's, it's the really big ones. It's, it's playing Ohio state. It's playing Michigan. It's, you know, it's, it's those big games. It's whatever the whiteout game is. Like I'm watching that and, you know, bragging everybody about how it's the greatest atmosphere in the world and all that kind of stuff. Like, and those games were close. Like I watched the Ohio state game and there was like a defensive touchdown that got called back that probably changed the projection of that game. And then, um, the Michigan game, you know, got the ball with, two minutes to go and I believe had a chance to go down there and tie it up. Like, so it's not, it's not far off. It's just maybe just the execution of, of some things. Like I said, it's not talent. It's not anything yeah. outside of that. So yeah. like, there's nothing, there's no special sauce to making it, making it work. Mm-hmm. It's really just guys in those big games, like, like, like hack, like, like your freshman year, like sitting there with the ball in your hand, like, all right, like a Rob, <laughs> Like go get this thing because you know like that's being dudes. we're about to we're about, like exactly like like that like that's what it takes like it's like hey like you know I get it not everybody Saquon Barkley but like hey Saquon <laughs> here's the ball like go to the end zone you know like like that like that's just what it comes down to and like like it just comes down to guys making plays and uh, like I could list off you know so many of them like Chris Godwin going up and making a touchdown against uh, catching a jump ball on a fade against Ohio State at home in 2016 like. <laughs> Exactly, Saeed, like whether it's whether it's yeah. you know your your number one guy or whether it's you know your second or third guy, guys going out there and making plays, like it, it takes it takes everybody in those games and 
because the margin of error when you're playing in a, a team that is just as good as you, like it's slim. So it's, it's those games where, you know, like, like we say it in New England all the time, like, like you got to be at your best when your best is required. Like that's like, that, that is it. Like in those games, your best is required. And like, so there's no like, Oh my bad. Or damn, I thought I saw that, but it was this, like you got to minimize those. Right. 100%. Yeah. When you say that it brings me to what you were saying about kind of how guys operated, where you like Hammy and Galvin and all the things you guys did off the field. Yeah. Kind of like, is this really working? But I think those little things attribute to the execution in those big time moments. Like you guys are on yeah. the couch, like you said, Hack is throwing you a, a chicken wing, like right, catch the right, fucking right. chicken wing. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But those right. little things keep you locked in to where it's always about the big moment, whether you realize yeah. it or not. The game day comes and like Franklin preaches, you know, practice is hard, so the game comes easy. You know, when you're in yeah. that mindset of just like being that guy, I got to be that guy, I got to be that guy, I think it comes. And then we had a ton of those guys that want to be that guy in that moment. So that's, uh, it makes sense what you say. That's that's where that comes from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, in those, in those big moments, like, like I've heard so many like cliche, like quotes over the course of like my career, but like, so like I got like like I said like a Rolodex and like oh like okay here but like like in those moments like you fall back on your preparation so like it's not like you like it's not just doesn't just happen because it ha- like it happened because like you did catch you know two hundred jugs every day after practice so like that one time when like I was joking around with people like oh how do you catch that ball with one hand and I was like, oh I just stick my hand up you know close my eyes and hope it sticks like <laughs> like I just say that to like make a joke about it but like. Like you practice it over and over and over again that like, so that one time when it happens, like you're ready. Um, so, and that's when you fall back on your preparation and that's, that's when everybody sees it and you do it over and over and over again. Like how many one-handed catches you have in a season? Probably one, but like, you know, but like maybe it's the, the play that you get a first down or you score a touchdown or it's a, you know, a drive starter and explosive play that, you know, can, uh, you know, kind of spark plug something. Love it. Love it. Um, Mikey G, appreciate it, dude. Good luck up at Buffalo finishing out the season. I know it's been a tough one. Um, and then uh, I still have that drink board down here for you when you get home. So yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. Just throw in an ice cube, keep it chilled for me, and uh, and I'll be there. I'll be there soon, man. Can't wait. I'll keep it going. Can we get a score prediction right. for this weekend? Oh yes. Uh got him. The over under is Yeah, 48. I mean, I'm absolutely stumped. I'm just like thinking about like Coach Belichick right now. Like, like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like, like, you, like, you gave Brandon Bell and Christian Hackenberg, you know, uh, <laughs> motivation for for Buffalo Bills, and so I'm I'm gonna actually I'm absolutely uh, gonna decline. No, 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 no. Give us a score prediction for the Penn State game, Mike. I'm not gonna talk. Oh, about oh, yeah. Why would I do that? Why would uh, I do that? Oh, I mean, why well, would he I just do said, that, dude? He just said good luck. He just <laughs> said good luck. So. <laughs> Like my mom was on the Bills, up. man. I'm locked in on the Bills. I'm focused on Buffalo. I know. Coach I know would love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, yeah. All right, score prediction. Uh, let's see here. I think uh, we're, we're giving them four and a half, and the over under is forty eight and a half ish, somewhere in there, or depending on where you look. I appreciate you uh, giving me the Vegas lines there. That, that definitely helps. Um, yeah. One, I love that Vegas. Favored the good guys. Um, it's shocking. Like, they literally always know. Like, they always know. Like, watch. It's going to be a three-point game with, like, yeah. three minutes to go. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Lane Kiffin's head coach, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm yep. sure I'm sure Lane Kiffin's going to have, have, you know, that offense rolling. Like, I feel like he's always got some, some scheme going. Let's call it uh, – Let's call it 34 27. Mm. Ooh. So Mikey's hammering the over. Yeah. 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 You got, I mean, listen, it's bowl prep. Like they, they've been going into it. It's going to be a trick play here. Like some, some tight ends are going to score on right. like, some like, yeah. double reverse pass. Like yeah. 100%. Um, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely going with the over. 34-27 Penn State, and uh, the boys are going to be partying when they get back to State College after winter break. <laughs> Heard it here first, folks. Heard it here first. 
Um, all right, Mike, we appreciate it. Is that it, your dude. basement? Um, bang. What? Is that your basement? This is my basement, but I got the lights out. It looks sick. It oh, looks it different sick, last man. time you I gotta, saw it. You got to pull up. Yeah, sick, dude. dude. I've been waiting for you to come here. So, yeah. But it didn't look like that the last time I was at your house. I mean, granted, it was like two years ago, three years ago, but. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, it is what well, it yeah. is. Told uh, me he renovated it himself. Elbow grease and knuckles. Was it over COVID? Everything. Or that? Yeah, built the bar, bar top, finished it off myself. This thing was a raw slab of pine, sanded Sickles it down, stained it. No, just me. Isn't no, that Sickles what he does, was, though? Uh, like, doesn't he, like, build yeah, a bunch of crazy He's shit? probably the builder. Yeah, he's yeah, probably the builder. Probably the builder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Just a man in his hammer. That's it, man. That's yeah, it. I couldn't, I couldn't freaking put together, like, anything. So, for you to be able to do that. Nice. I know. For sure. Maybe, we'll have time. We'll have time. <laughs> we can work on it. So. All right. Cool. Good luck this weekend. Yes, sir, bro. Be safe. This. That was our guy, Mike Kosicki. I uh, hope you guys enjoyed that conversation as much as we did. Um, it's always fun when Mike starts opening his mouth. You never know what's going to come out. <laughs> 31 to do 10, 15. Uh, we got, what, 30 out of them? I'm not mad. We got there yet. I knew we would. I knew we would. (laughs) Um, So, late to the mailbag, as we said. Uh, Not a ton of participation. That's on us. We own that. Uh, We apologize to anybody listening to this. Um, But uh, we also talked about how we've hammered this Ole Miss game. We said it last week. We've hammered this Ole Miss game. To be quite frank with you guys, I I really don't have anything for you. It's all out there. It's all on the interweb. It's it's in these podcasts. We've talked about it. So uh, I think Brandon and I are at the point now where we just have to give our predictions, uh, you know, maybe hammer home the key matchups that we've talked about over and over again, just to make sure that you've heard it for the sixth or seventh or eighth time. It might, you know, stick and be like, oh, yeah, that's, that's probably something I should be watching for. So uh, without further ado, B, what do you got? Two or three keys to victory. Final score prediction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to harper back on our guest. What he kind of mentioned is the tight end room, which we've said all year. That's, you know, one of the strongest uh, groups on the offense. Although I did see Harrison Wallace, you know, was back at practice looking to play in this game. You know, some 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 help back at receiver that everyone was looking forward to. So looking forward to seeing him get back out there, make some plays, win some one-on-ones. But I think it's those two guys we talked about. You know, it's Psycho T and Theo. You know, looking forward to watch those matchups against linebackers, safeties. You know, I think the young QB has a lot of confidence in those guys. So that's what I'm looking for. And obviously, you know, we want to see the two backs in the back have success, um, which starts up front and you know, establishing dominance on the offensive line. So those are the things I'm looking forward to. Defense, you know, I think we know what we're going to get. You guys are going to fly around, although Manny is now gone, but I don't see that changing at all. <laughs> Um, and to go to a score prediction, Mike dang near stole mine, but I'm not giving us, I wanted to give Ole Miss 27, but I'll, I'll knock it down. I'll go 24, 31 for the guys in blue, Navy blue, 24, 31 guys in Navy blue. Good. That's a, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good point there to make sure. Um, <laughs> I love it. For me, as I've said, I think it's physicality at the line of scrimmage. You know, we talked about Mississippi State's uh, or Ole Miss's inability to really be a force stopping the run. Obviously, our strong suit and kind of the genesis of everything we've been doing offensively has been our run game and Katron and Nick. So, got to get those guys going early and often. Uh, It's only going to help Drew um, and open things up for him. Uh, and same thing on the defensive side, you know, just, just force, force Ole Miss to be one dimensional, uh, make Jackson Dart beat you. You know, I I think he's a really good player. I think he's dynamic. Uh, he's, he's kind of a wild card, but, uh, I think it's your best chance, um, to, to ensure that your offense has ample opportunities to put points on the board and, and, you know, Jackson can put it into, into jeopardy and you can give the offense some short fields. So, uh, you know, make them one dimensional and, um, make Kiffin really dive deep into his bag of tricks for something to get some sparks going offensively. Um, 
with that, I think it's I think it's going to be a little bit tighter. I think it's going to be like a 28-31, 28-24 type of game. Um, and that's that's kind of where I'm at. I'm living it. I don't think anyone's going to score, you know, 42, yeah. 50 points. If they do, great. But I really do think it's going to be, you know, 31-28 Penn State, 28-24 right. Penn State. And that's my that's my uh that's my prediction. I can do it. So I can do it. You heard it here, guys. You know, on the the official last podcast of the Penn State season, although remind you guys that we're keeping this thing rolling, you know, uh we're not stopping just because the season is. So once again, we'll be back you know, Mondays on actual Monday, uh or Sunday. So hopefully you guys keep chiming in. We're gonna Look to bring a ton of guests on here, you know, former Letterman outside of Penn State. So give us some suggestions. Who would you like to uh, see us, you know, wrap it up, chop it up with? Shoot, uh, Mike mentioned Kyle Brady. I think that's a great one that we, uh, you know, I'm reach out to. I met him in the summer. Mammoth of a human being. Like, yeah, those yeah. dudes, big, you shake his hand, dog. it's like three baseball mitts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, same dog. Big dog. So that's that's one that's on my mind. And I know we look to kind of venture back a little bit to the Penn State lineage. Obviously, we got our, our guys a little bit younger that we played with. So here to mix it up. So keep uh, coming with the suggestions and questions. Yep. We're going to chop it up for sure. We will be back with a post-game recap next week for sure. Uh, definitely hammering the the results of this game from, from this weekend. So uh, make sure you guys are tuned in for that. And as always, make sure you're following us, liking, subscribe on YouTube, uh, follow state media on X, uh, follow us on Instagram, both Brandon and my personal account, as well as, uh, Mercury, the mothership account and check out the merch. It's going to keep merch. coming. Uh, we got some good ideas coming out. Um, obviously the, the, we're feeling peachy line did really well. We appreciate that. So, um, from all of us here, at Mercury and from Brandon and I here at the pocket. Uh, we appreciate it. It's been a hell of a year. Looking forward to kicking off 2024, feeling great after a Penn State win and heading into the offseason with some strong content uh, pumping out of the pocket in state media. So we appreciate it. Enjoy your weekend. Uh, may your beers be cold and may the Penn State scoreboard be lit up. Hey, Peachy.